Osiris. Bruce, we got a document? Yeah. No, we don't got a document. This uh, isn't Mar a Lago. Bruce, where the doc? Where the documents? No. Uh, oh, man. Oh, baby. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got our first call in guest, RJB. <laughs> Calling RJ, in. It's a troubleshoot. You are live <laughs> on The Great Beyond. <laughs> I love being live on the Great Beyond. That's how I would react as well. Yeah, Bruce said, Bruce said that's how he'd react. We are we're live. We got it all figured out. Um, in fact, everyone at home doesn't know we had any technical difficulties. Okay. No, they just assume we had the usual technical difficulties. Yeah, they think we're just lazy, really. Uh, right, and uh, disorganized possibly is another one. Um, no, no, no. If the neither, band, if the band won't come out on time, neither will we. Neither um, of which are true. I mean, so, uh, so um, we're am I back. sharing this. <laughs> yeah, Bruce is going to throw this in El Goose. We're going to figure out how to podcast again. We forgot um, how all of this works. So, um, that. but yes, the feeling I forgot. When Joey and I are in the same room, how about that? Yeah. What's up, Joey? Hey, cheers. I'm here with the podcast heartthrob himself, Mr. Joey Parisi. I don't know oh. about that. I think that that's uh, mm. that title's changed. Ooh, I think yeah, the torch thanks. has been passed. Thank you, Joe. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Look at shades <laughs> over there. <laughs> shades we need. Um, so we are back. Yo, Joey, coming in hot, by the way. Got some uh, mic hot. checks. We get we have so we have some new equipment here on the podcast. Is Joey um, spicy? Joey spicy on no, the No, we are uh Joey's been spicy for the last however many episodes i forget since they were spaced out a little too much ladies, um, ladies and gentlemen in the chat let us know if joey is too spicy um uh, all right so we're back here uh for a live episode um we haven't done this in a long time nah. really remember these guys names um thank you to all nine of you who are watching thus far Glad well, we have nine that. already that's impressive yeah. we're, we're still uh, we're all still alive we're all still alive <laughs> um but a lot to discuss today a uh, lot of lot of cute shows last week. Jesse in the building. Bruce, your sunglasses are too damn spicy. Right oh, amount of spice. Oh, that's yeah. That's what we're looking for. It's like Cholula in here. That's you know? right. Just the that's little, right. Just the little Jesus, Johnny, have I missed yeah. anything? <laughs> you will not miss <laughs> anything by the end of no. the. <laughs> yeah, no, there's nothing to miss today. There, yes, or <laughs> all to be missed. So welcome <laughs> back. Uh, we are so excited to be live. Fall tour is in full swing. We are very much still recovering from the shows this spring, uh, but great to see the guys back on the road, coming out hot, swinging through the red states, play some hot fire. So um, we're going to check out uh, Bruce's pet project, elgoose.net, and check out some set lists, and we're going to dig into um, what happened last week. I mean, it's crazy to think that... Um, what, have they been on the road since for 10 days? The 29th. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. So thereabouts. Uh, we really did our research days? here. I hope Ryan's 13 days. Uh, 13 days. How many days are in? Is there a leap day? Suspended? Do a leap day? 
Um, so, <laughs> so uh, we're not going to talk Richmond. I think Richmond like had its time to shine, and frankly, it's old news by now. <laughs> okay, let's just it jump. It's old. Let's right? just jump right to Big Boy. Yeah, we decided it was thirteen days old. It's thirteen I days old. We missed this, this news cycle. Um, <laughs> what is so? Okay, what's the date? <laughs> Today, it's the 11th. It's the 11th. All right, so let's. There we go. We got that. Cool. Happy 11th of October, everybody. Remember, remember October 11th as the best. Okay. Okay. So let's start with. want to hear us talk about Big Boy. Let's talk about St. Louis first. All right. Let's talk about this. One, Nelly is from St. Louis. Two, October 4th, 2022, Goose hit the pageant in St. Louis for an old two set. Hootenanny. Mm. Um, they started out strong with the whales. One of my favorite songs, actually, from Dripfield. I personally think that the whales had the best guitar solo on Dripfield. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I could see that. I don't know yeah. if you guys. I didn't know if you guys had a, a chance to check out Dripfield. What's no, that? Yeah, I did. I did, but that, I feel like that was months ago. You know, You're I think right. yeah. if the old Frenchman's old news, that's got to be way <laughs> older news by by default, by the nature yeah. of the timeline, you know? Yeah, but but when you um, don't listen to the show, you got to talk about the album is what's happening here. Oh, I see. I know yeah. the technique, right? Well, oh, that's what I should be doing. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Man, that moon cabin jive was amazing. <laughs> um, the whales, okay? <laughs> Great <laughs> guitar solo. Regardless of whether or not it's on the album, you know what? If this was a live album, I'd say it was one of the best guitar solos on the live album, I believe. Ask yeah. anybody who went to St. Louis. Um, into Jive 2. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like an early Jive 2. Um, oh, I think I think an early Jive 2 is a good way for Trevor Bass to let loose. Expand those hands. And why not dive right into Jive Lee? Um, yeah. yeah, there was like a good break between the two. too. like it didn't seem like they were going to go into Jive Lee and all of a sudden Rick was just... Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I like the I like the jive two into jive Lee to switch it up from the Wiltonian jive into the jive Lee. Um, you know, probably the most common combo of any songs I think that they've ever done that go basically that segue into each other besides Seekers Part One and Part Two now because they played that a lot. But the, otherwise, the jive we jive one jive Lee combo is a classic. We've been playing that since. Uh, since since they wrote Lee, you know, really the reprise for Jive. But um always love the Jive 2, Jive Lee combo. It still feels like unexpected to me at this point because mm. that. But so was anybody in the chat at uh St. Louis? Tamara, were you there? Um Tamara was at every show. A bunch of people. Yeah, Tamara was a lot. Did anybody go to the show? Did they sell a ticket? <laughs> uh, I've actually I've never been to St. Louis before. Uh, my only cultural experience there was listening to Nelly's album, Country Grammar, year after year, um, mm-hmm. early on. Um, personally, I think that EI by Nelly had the, the best guitar solo on the album. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I would love to go. And I feel like there's a kind of like a little bit of a storied history with the band building there. Um, if I recall correctly, was there not a Trevor Bass, Achy Breaky Heart shirtless back in like 2019? I think he came out of the gate shirtless. That was at the bootleg, right? And that, Ooh. um, Ooh. yeah, and that place obviously way smaller than the pageant. It was a very cool place, though. I that was one of the shows that I was working with them on on the 2019 tour, and really was a great, 
I, I just love that little establishment. We were right outside of the concert room, kind of in the bar room, but um, still like a good vantage point uh, to check out what they were doing, a good sound. But I, I did not get to see Trevor come out shirtless, but I think he came out up on this uh, roost. You know, it's like it's like up towards the top of this little stage. You can't Mm -hmm. even you don't even see it until you see this Adonis come out shining white and uh, shirtless up there playing bass. But I don't know if they started with Aki Breaky Harder, but I know he came out shirtless. That's the December show you're talking about. Yeah. 12, 12, 11, 19. And I know there was all that no rain. Yeah. Madhavan. Stuff uh, that happened in, in Atlanta, but they played a great no rain in that 12 11. Oh, yeah, show. yeah, yeah. They, they shout out to Rick DeBrower, who loves that no rain so yeah. much. They open with the that funky Madavan, which is my favorite, like alternate. Yeah, that's what they they song. open with Funkavon. So, yeah, but he was still shirtless for that. I mean, or at least the beginning of it, which is pretty tight. So, you know, people think this whole take your shirt off thing is a joke. <laughs> this this is uh this was an occurrence um i wonder if it'll ever happen again and frankly my money is on st louis if it's gonna happen again Um, i doubt it so you know and i do realize that i i kind of skipped over a lot of um stuff we could have talked about like atlanta oh look at this in the chat (laughs) look at who's here in the chat who's that atlanta (laughs) <laughs> ben Atkin, second best drummer in the Atkin family. Um, well, dude, uh, yeah, you know, shout out I mean, to Micah, good friend of the podcast. You think you're tough out there, you know, playing songs with rappers, dude? So come on, you know, give me a break. <laughs> They've been playing songs with rappers for years, Bruce. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Greg's a rapper. Greg's a rapper. Greg's a rapper. I gotta remember this. Me too. Greg's a rapper. Greg's a rapper. Uh, They drop Big Boy your demo. That's what I say before. It's easy to forget, given most rappers have more than you know one to two verses um, that they mix up differently. But yeah, no, definitely a rapper, no doubt. Been been working with rappers for years. Goose was straight. Okay. So, um, (laughs) old man's boat song that's really grown on me. Um, Written about, of course. Bruce Robinson's kayak. Yeah, I was going to say it's um, kind of yeah. thrown on me as I've gotten 100%. to become an old man here. Yep. Yep. Um, written about Bruce's kayak, uh, old Aged. man's boat, deep jam. And didn't we, okay, so didn't something happen on, on Twitter last week? Didn't somebody say that they were going to buy all the merch if they played Jeff Engwork? Yeah, yeah, things be happening on Twitter all the time. Things be going down on Twitter. Right. Yeah, you're damn right. Well. Um, so I don't know if this person made this commitment like before they had announced all of the, the new merch that was coming out, but um, <laughs> I guess the economy must be thriving in St. Louis because um, the guy must have bought a whole lot of merch. Well, I um, want to see if anybody in the chat can confirm this or if they can go out and find out. But I s- believe I saw that this this person, Matt Ganey, who made that tweet, um, ended up leaving the uh, the the concert venue or whatever. I could not get back to the merch for some reason, and ended up Conven- buying some merch on. But yeah, conveniently, right? I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna flame this guy on Twitter. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. But, um, okay. but then I saw that he, uh, I guess he went to buy something online and then donated a significant amount of money to Groove Safe. Some one k at dawn to like a thousand dollars. So yeah, if we could. Yeah, I mean, we can confirm that. I think that's still, uh, you know, coming up and, and to the plate and, and taking a hit there like a man. And that was for sure. good reason. Definitely. For good reason. Because Jeff Emborg is a sick song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Absolutely. And also a, a good person. 
He's real. We've He's a real guy. That, but yeah. Jeff's real. Um, well, that is okay. That's more than I knew. Is you know, I don't know what's going on anymore. Um, it's a podcast. Me inform. I love, I love, I love to hear that they supported our good friends out at Groove Safe. Um, it's nice to know that every song has a price too. They will play whatever song yeah. you want for a yeah. price. So I want to know the price of Lily's Tiger. Let's 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 see about this. All right, in the chat. <laughs> How much would you pay <laughs> if we're going to use the Jeff Engborg qu- quotient as a thousand dollars for Jeff Engborg? How much is a Lily's Tiger? Keeping in mind, Lily's Tiger was probably influenced by Jeff Engborg Part Two, and there is a Part Two that exists. That's a there is a Part Two that exists in and of itself. So, and it was written before Lily's Tiger. So keep keep these things in mind as you uh, put up your you know free agent bid, Lauren. You gotta start the bids low, Tiger. I don't have five K. Listen, I I would have taken like a gram of live resin or something for that. You know, that would have been good enough. I think that's you know, whatever, 45 bucks. I don't know. Guy in the sunglasses would take a gram of live resin. Yeah, I'll buy a sticker. I'll buy a sticker for a Lily's Tiger. Bruce, nobody's donating this to you. It's to it's well, we can we can talk about <laughs> multiple topics at once, like you know. Bruce needs a ground of live rust. So okay, um, wow. So let's get to somebody more reasonable, Tanya. Tanya, fifteen hundred for a Lily's Tiger. Logs. Okay, I promise you, Tanya. Um, I think fifteen hundred is a good price on a Lily's Tiger. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, <laughs> These are all way too high. Uh, this well, is what I mean about Mike Joey's mic spicy. Over the- <laughs> is, it spi- my- is, is it spicy? Hot. It's no, no. They're just a take. Yeah, um, oh, oh, see, I got you I'm guys. Like, see, this? Bruce, we got it. We got some new equipment layers here. To this. Uh, we have a new mixer. Joey and I are using it because we thought, like, you know, we're gonna take this to the next level and really all get together and podcast. But, but, but mm. Bruce was busy hanging out posters in mm. his apartment. Um, yeah, there's <laughs> there's priorities over here. All uh, right, we're not going to do this whole thing where we like just diss each other between every song because <laughs> the band's going to play pretty soon too. So, um, so oh, they, they got a show tonight. Oh, yeah, they've got a show. Yes, they have a Big show tonight. Wolf. Now that we know what date it is. Um, what's up, Robert Medrano? We missed you in Austin, brother. Um, oh, all right. So, so ready uh, to close out the set. My mom's favorite song. She went to see them in Austin. They didn't play it. No big deal. No one was upset. I didn't hear about that. Um, set two opener. Hunger site. Could have tossed them seven fifty for a so ready in Austin. I don't even think they need a thousand. I mean, so oh, anyway, anyway, I would toss them a thousand to not play slow ready and play so ready. Ooh, that is yeah. not my mic spicy. That's not right. Yeah. You check his mic, Joey. Also, it's, we it's we just have, wrong. <laughs> we also have sound effects. See that? Oh, that. oh that. goodness. Spicy That's mic. the longest, longest Spicy sound effect mic. of my life. Yeah, me too. I didn't realize that, that was mm-hmm. the one. They're not. <laughs> They are not That's like a Casio uh, preset. Yeah, that was it. That's good. Um, so <laughs> we're gonna. Um, that was Vasudo. So um, set two, opening with Hunger Sight, into Magic Carpet Carpet Ride. Yeah, Steppenwolf yeah. cover. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite covers that uh, has emerged since last Halloween. 
Probably yeah. a cheesy cover by the takes on El Ghost, but you know, giving some people have a nah. hard time with some of these. But uh, I love nah. Magic Carpet. I love that cover. I love that they chose that for Halloween and have continued to kind of play that out. It reminds me kind of, I mean, no, they combine it with Lee, but it reminds me kind of like a Lee, little upbeat jam. I yeah. see some I see some people were not around for uh hot hot hot. Um and uh, God bless them man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, missed out. That was Cervantes. <laughs> that was at Cervantes they played uh <laughs> you know it's it's all about <laughs> hot 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 is too much appropriation for the for my taste. Right, know? right, 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 um, right. Gotta so, cool down with a butter yeah. brown. Yeah. All right, so um after that we got arrow. Uh, great song, mm-hmm. also controversial. Um, this old C, really going with the nautical theme. This is actually wild. It's like, what were we all doing last last week? Um, that we have no intel here. Closing the set with the same old shenanigans. My favorite. That includes Don. Yeah. Um, and closing it out, Bobby Blue Bland. Turn on your love lights. Suck it, Russo. Suck it, Russo. <laughs> Oh my god, we have a clap track. It doesn't stop. So um yeah. it sounded so there was some funky psychedelic shit in the middle of that clap track. <laughs> That's why we're wearing sunglasses, brother. <laughs> All right. So let's actually talk about some things we do know about. Um, and that is maybe we do, maybe we don't. New Orleans. If you're in the chat, raise your hand if you went to New Orleans um for the show. Raise your hands. I was going to go, and I highly regret not. I did not go. My contact just fell out, if anyone's wondering. What I'm Joy's doing. contact's out. Don't worry. I'll take this from here. So, New Orleans, shout out to all you people showing up in New Orleans. This is only, I think this was only the band's second show in New Orleans. First time was last year. Um, Lauren went. My good friend Ron went. Shout out to Ron Gubbitz. I don't know if he's around, but um, New Orleans so I was able to listen to these two shows and do a little bit of investigative research for this podcast nice. and for my own edification. Yes, that's right. I, I was going to do a sound effect, but um, don't want to <laughs> overdo it. Uh, so um, New Orleans, night one, very, very solid goose show. But night two, I thought, was incredible. Um, anybody, anyone have anything to contribute? Uh, I've been chasing what's up for a, a very, very, very long time, which is why this is one of my biggest regrets of not going to this show. Um, yeah, and that cheesy comment came from somebody particularly digging at the what's up encore, which to me, I mean, based on they have encored with Doobie Song, they have I, 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 with Honeybee, they, yeah, they, they have on the pat in a very long. Back in the day, Encore to Ha Ha Ha. So What's Up is by default, by relative comparison, a much, much more intriguing uh, yeah. Encore. And, plus, and the, the crowd participation song. was incredible oh, yeah. on I that mean, song. that was fantastic. Like, what is, who was the person saying this? The fun police? I can't, because uh, those names don't um, stick out in my head when they say stuff like that. Uh, calling mm-hmm. What's Up a cheesy song. Negative which is, is supposed to be like inauthentic and whatever and it's like what's up is an incredible song a masterpiece of alt rock from the early 90s four non blondes crushed that and it's i mean the, the song itself i remember checking spotify at over 640 million plays like i that i know that album sold incredibly well at that song's on so i don't know it's, it's kind of an odd odd way to criticize a, a song or a song choice but you know, people are 
have their opinions and are certain to make those vocalized online uh, in the most annoying way possible. So um, take it for what you will. But I know that I would have been psyched to hear what's up on court. Um, I think that they did it at, at Bingo Tour, right, Craig? During those yeah, shows? Yeah, they did it at Bingo Tour. And I, and I mean, the last we were, time I played it. Well, we were going crazy in the bar and everybody that was in there was singing along. So, I mean, it, it was a good time, you know. Oh, did Joey get <laughs> – Joey knows a fact. Did we well, clap for that? Oh, man, which, he deserves a good clap. <laughs> yep, there go. <laughs> All right, that's enough. Stop. Uh, uh, so we love what's up but uh, like it's interesting to see i think drew davidson said in the chat that um it was lauren that night one was better musically i think um, so i think that's right you know i could see i could I'd see that being true. um i think also there were some heavy hitters but then again mm. there were mm. some very big high points uh on october 7th night two um like that madavon went deep that madavon went for almost half an hour Really? That oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, either way, either yeah. way, I, you know, <laughs> the guys have yet to play in New Orleans on a weekend. And um, as I say every episode, actually, I know less and less about this band every day. Uh, but my, yeah. like, it's crazy to think that they've played three shows in New Orleans, three sold out shows, never played a weekend, right? Not yeah. a weekend show yet. Yeah, um, but you know, I mean, and how far in advance these get planned, Greg? And, good and question, you all about Donda. that with the date. That is rhetorical. Like, yeah, who snorted? Well, we got hot mics <laughs> everywhere. We got new equipment. It's picking up things it's that you never heard. Yet. You know, sir, so that's, that's um, part of it. Um, sorry, like, see, it's it's a, I swear to God, that's that's like on the Casio. That we have about seven more sound effects left. We have not used these sound effects before, so we have no idea what's coming. Um, oh you goodness. had to know that one was. I had no idea. I really? Had no idea. Yeah. But you know, I was definitely yeah, dying yeah. to get back to um, New Orleans to see some shows. I haven't been there since Jazz in 2014, and um, it is it's a great city. It's a lot of fun. Like you said, the midweek shows can be tough. Obviously, we're trying to take a little bit of a break. Um, looking ahead to some big stuff that's coming up towards the end of the month and next month. But, um, you know, those are definitely two shows that when they announced them were that were on my radar, but um, just couldn't make it. I have heard nothing, though, but good things for really about both nights um, online. You know, a lot of a lot of praise for those two shows, and which is big, especially after I thought the Atlanta shows and Atlanta night, two especially was such an incredible show. But, um, you know, the guys are just picking up where they left off and. And and I mean, I they generally play good shows. They generally don't let fans down or their audiences down wherever they play. So um, not surprising, but definitely some really out of character uh, high praise for the two New Orleans shows, which is cool. And hopefully that does get them some weekend shows soon. Because mm-hmm. uh, we'd love to go back down there and see them in another classic venue um, playing the hits, you know? Playing the hits. Speaking of the hits, October 7th, as we say, uh, a lot of jams went down. Flow down, I heard was fantastic. Into the mist, yeah. So, like, I love, I really love Into the Mist. Uh, yeah, well, that, but, but before we go into that, it was uh, that was Tamara's birthday show, and they came out and with a cupcake and sang happy. Oh, birthday really? To the notes, yeah. Yes, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Come on, man. I think so. I don't know. It could be a totally different night. No, but dude, the notes. It. Man, the notes are what's right. It's we got Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Storm doing that now. Ryan so, Storm yeah, here. here we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you to all of you supporting us in the chat. And yeah. also to our friends making fun of us, I say. 
All right. So, Tamara, happy birthday to Tamara. Always on the rail. Always being a great friend and a great musician. And uh, we love you here at The Great Beyond. Yes. I'm I'm glad the band came out and recognized that, too. That's, That's very cool. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was my birthday on the fifth, and nobody said anything. <clears throat> uh, uh, it's my birthday on the fifteenth, and they're playing in Pittsburgh. So yeah, you gone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, good luck, forward. Joey. You better pony up fifteen hundred quick. Yeah, that's a birthday, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we are now accepting donations. So um, <laughs> let's fast forward to. Austin, Texas. These sound effects aren't free, everybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just gotta pay for these sound effects. That is right, Bruce. <laughs> so, um, Austin, Texas. <laughs> I feel like I'm walking down the aisle on Price is Right. Like I just bid to close this price to a dishwasher. Austin, Texas. Over to the Robinson team. <laughs> so that Bruce- dishwasher is six hundred fifty-nine dollars. <laughs> 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 all right all right um one dollar whoever, whoever listens to this on spotify after it's gonna be in for a painful experience <laughs> all righty so uh austin texas echo of a rose mm, opening one of my one of my fast favorites. version what do we think about the new fast version of echo of the rose i like it <laughs> by we i mean people in the chat heavy hitting it's great that they bring it back to like the old school reggae version at the end after the jam but the thing is once they bring it back there's always that other jam that they used to do where like it would pick up and be super fast paced and heavy and then yeah you know way back it used to be they'd go into that layered harmony of like the echo 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 of a rose and i wow. really miss that part was my was way back first- joy means 2019 yeah. Well, you know, Joey's you know, a youngster. He's I mean, not an old man in an old man's boat like me. That's right. An old man's kayak. But the uh, fast echo grew on me. I think we was that we saw that at Austin. Was that the Austin? Day? Yeah, that was when they Austin? debuted the new version. And um, and I was Austin. immediately like kind of thrown off by it, you know, and 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 not that it was bad, but um, it just took me a little bit to for it to grow on me. But now, now I def- now I really like it quite a bit, and and it just adds such a different feel to that song. And then, like you said, they could piece it together and go back into the old version and, and do some cool things with that. So um, I've de- it's definitely grown on me a lot. Yeah. A lot of love. A lot of love it. Love it's in the chat. Don Thanks, Conway. Yeah. Love your name, Don Conway. Binky. Love yours, too. Um, it seems to be a common thing of like a lot of the reg- – same thing with Indian River. Like used to be a reggae song. Echo of Rose used to be a reggae song. And then they find their way with it. Which another one like Indian River? I'm yeah. not sure how people feel about that, like Michael McDonald style piano, like that '80s vibe to it. But like the jam they put on the end of it is incredible. So Michael McDonald. That's what I always think. I hear that tone yeah. in piano. That's just what I think about. I don't know how uh, accurate it is, is. Is that what they played in um Dylan? You know, they played the Indian River ver- that version that John had put. It was like an 80s esque. Yeah. Yeah. It's like an 80 80s synth, I think, is how he puts it in the notes. Uh, 80s synth version. Maybe. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. 80s something. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, well, we'll tell you about the 80s someday. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so Stubbs in Austin, legendary venue. Legendary Stubbs, like legendary shows have happened there over the years. Want to know about some of them? Yeah. Were they Google legendary? It. Google it. So, um, <laughs> 
Wow. So uh, <laughs> we spent all our money on sound effects that could not afford research. For we could not afford to go to this show out of budget. Yeah, no. So um, <laughs> everything must go. New tune. Not a fish song, ladies and gentlemen. Not a fish song. And <laughs> um, so I, I personally am all in on everyone. Everything must go. Yeah. Um, as you can see, we. <laughs> Spend everything on these sound effects. Um, what are our <laughs> thoughts on everything must go in the chat? Not. I don't know. So, um, yeah, where, <laughs> what are the thoughts on everything must go? Well, wait. Here. And has anybody deciphered the lyrics? I think I think I saw somebody post on El Goose like the day after that they had been, you know, they were sitting around or something, and they tried to they tried to transcribe them. Uh, you know, as quickly as they could, but um, sappy indie yawn, not unexpected commentary <laughs> coming from uh, one of our group experts, um, group goose expert, expert uh, Mr. Russo here. Uh, okay, I just like this. I Russo's got a spicy mic tonight, too. Um, like that, I, it was I like also it. a brother, brother's pass song, hmm, and who not uh, remember that, Jeff? The, yeah. the yeah. Um, all right. I like that, Jeff. Thank you, brother, for sharing that. Oh, uh, yeah. I, we actually have commentary from a, a real podcaster, Neil Landry. Uh, amazing guitar solo, beautiful organ underneath in the jam section. Right on. Like that. Like that. Amber okay, Lansing, much like uh, Kanye West, surprisingly, still on Facebook. Um, my heart is strong, right. and I've been taking <laughs> supplements for blood circulation. So <laughs> I wouldn't expect that to happen. And a typo from Russo. Nice. Um, Drew, thank you for a reasonable response. Not 100% sold on Everything Must Go yet, but who's 100% sold on Goose? Anyway. Yeah. Um, I feel like it has that room to check. Like once they find a jam for it and like a structure, that's where it's going to come out. I mean, already it's like. <laughs> 10 plus minutes so uh, hello raleigh i mean i so i will say not just the fast echo but a lot of songs as they've come out and been introduced by goose over the years and i've heard maybe some early versions of some um and i've heard them practice some before they played them and a lot of songs have grown on me you know and I, but if i've given those songs based on how much i've liked things that they've done and written in the past that it's it's easy to give those songs some time you know and and whether or not they've changed it drastically or not a lot of those songs have come to grow on grow on me as i kind of get more of an ear for what they're trying to do and they just lock in on their playing of them like arrow was another one that i was not immediately um too hot on and and sure enough play it live a couple times you get to see what they do with it and it really can change your perspective a little bit i know that's happened to a lot of people with born you know so there, there's a lot of songs like that and i think it's just uh just like with everything must go, you know, I think, yeah, just give them some time and some space and, and, and hear them a few times and surprising how many of these songs will grow on you. Um, Julian asked where big boy is. I mean, I do want to talk about that animal was incredible too. That was a great jam. That song's really coming up on my list of like favorites to see, but yeah. yeah, I don't know if you guys have anything to tribute, but going into Big Boy, my favorite thing is just. No, 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 we're not going to Big Boy. Okay. No, no way. Oh, don't, 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 don't give him the satisfaction. Because <laughs> Raleigh has to share something. Um, okay. So uh, I don't know. But like, there are some things here that we, we don't control. Uh, <laughs> and that is one of them. 
So, I almost control zero things, period. I mean, in all respect. Certainly not myself. Um, State of the art, AIOU. Yeah. Cover uh, song. I love that, love that cover. Jim so James. Much. And yeah. um, really great. Uh, I think the debut of it was at South Farms, right? Wasn't that it? And yes. I, yeah. I, I definitely told a bunch of people it was a new song. man this is coming out of their new album man gotta keep them on their toes you know i couldn't you know look like i didn't know anything but now i do this publicly on um (laughs) on the internet live um but great cover we love it into animal which i thought this animal was hot spicy mike animal Oh, it starts it over? How do you stop it early? You're an animal. I mean, you can imagine monkeys flying through trees, you know, in the Amazonian forests and listening to that in the we background. We just lost you know? six viewers. Um, uh, so after <laughs> Animal, which I basically what I was trying to say was that uh, Animal was hot, and I feel like everyone forgot about it because Big Boy... And Sleepy Brown, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't know, not the second member of Outcast, but Sleepy Brown, Dungeon Family, Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. DJ Cutmaster Swift, graced the stage. My favorite part was that Peter introduced it with, all righty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I love Peter. <laughs> that made me giggle knowing what was so coming. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jackson yeah. would like a podcast breaking down the actual music with theory. Well, Let's talk ah. about uh, Bruce. Let's talk about the um, the influence of Outcast. Maybe let's talk <laughs> about the genesis of the Dungeon Family in Atlanta, <laughs> and how um, how the impact that Southern hip hop had, and how Outcast opened the doors for a lot of Southern rappers to flourish in a time when rap was dominating pop culture. Can we talk about that for Jackson a little bit? Yeah, I mean we could, but I don't, I don't know if Jackson's that interested in our take on the growth of Southern rap throughout the early to mid nineties in the golden age of hip hop. Huh? Well, it's sorry, Miss Jackson. We got to yeah. move on. Sorry, Miss Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I guess um, if we want to talk about the actual music with theory, that would require us, of course, to listen to the shows. Yeah. Um, We'd also have to be music theorists, which we're not. We do, no. however, provide plenty of theories on music. Yes. Um. So, so fresh and so clean. Really nice version of Russian So Clean. Clean. I don't know how many of you folks have seen a live one before. I have. Uh, not with Goose. But I thought they did the song justice. Um, not like, you know, we, we've seen hip And I'm not talking about Goose or myself. We've seen hip hop infused in the jam world before. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, but, you know, I think, I think the guys did justice to the song. I think... You know, obviously, Atkin being a metronome, really holding down that break was super dope. And I think it was yep. pretty live. Um, yeah, we, we got back. We were at dinner. We had a bunch of friends for visiting that night. So we went out, went out to eat and then got back uh, to my apartment quickly enough to set up the stream. And we got to um, get it set up right before that uh, he came out for that. And it was a huge surprise, even though Chris Quinn, Mighty Quinn Media, takes pictures of the band, takes a lot of... Um, photos for some other bands too, like Eggy and, and, and friends of ours. So um, he actually got a text about something about Big Boy or Outcast at dinner, and I totally wrote it off, you know. And then a few hours later, we get home and, and get to see that. And I'm not always in love with sit ins myself personally, but that was so cool to see and, and, and so much fun. And the crowd was 
super into it. You could see Trevor was super into it. Practically yeah. Like yeah. Smiling Peter, Peter was grooving. Uh, oh, it was so great to see. And it, and it's, and it is awesome to see them do sit-ins with such, such big people to, and make something so special for people who were, who happened to be there. That was, it was a total surprise to me. And I'm sure it was a big surprise to quite a few people. Um, but you know, Greg, how would you say these sit-ins come to be? I think there's a lot of theories out there. Yeah. Speaking of theories, there's a lot of theories on Twitter, and they always seem to revolve around the band somehow miraculously paying for a lot of things to happen. So um, I, I, I'd say I'm curious. Maybe our viewers or listeners are curious as to how these sit-ins came to be. Jackson, I'm sorry. I'm sensitive. Um, so, so, yeah, let's talk about this, actually, because, um, I mean – God, of course, I wanted to talk about this because I'm sensitive. So um, <laughs> sometimes, no matter the genre, musicians of any type or podcasters can have a fond admiration for one, one another and perhaps want to collaborate on a stage. Um, it's cool because music is a universal language. And, um, you know, in this specific instance, knowing going on in Austin being a massive, massive music weekend, um, there were a ton of artists there. And yeah. um, one thing I can say about Goose's management team across the board is that they are incredibly experienced and they are incredibly, incredibly well-connected and have formed authentic relationships with artists across the board for years and years. So one of Goose's managers, Ben Baruch at 1111 Group, um, used to book Okeechobee Festival, the Boulder Theater, etc., extensive history in music and is connected everywhere. So um, he happens to be good friends with Big Boy's manager. They happen to be in town and there happened to be a little authentic, why don't you come do so fresh and so clean with Goose? Um, unfortunately, there were not men in suits with briefcases of money dropping them off to Andre 3000's house while he could count it and Big Boy performed. Um, there wasn't anyone in the band's dad uh, skydiving out of a helicopter and dropping off piles of cash anywhere. No doubt. Um, this was just an organic collaboration. Oh, nice. These things just seem to happen. And sometimes uh, artists that achieve some level of notoriety want to perform with one another. And it's just kind of cool. Um, and I don't know that they expect that it will be the source of conspiracy theories, but I'm glad we are here to explain it. Um, so I hope in the future that um, there can be more of this collaboration. And if I'm completely wrong about any of this and people have been getting paid for sit-ins, then I need to come collect. Yeah, yeah, right? Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those Arcadia sit-ins. <laughs> Wait, I'm Mercury, yeah. Mercury, yeah. 2019 royalties coming That's in. It. That is it. I'm curious. Uh, how do you think they settled on that song, though? Uh, it, is that something it like... grooves? Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean... And, and, I, and probably I, something the band, band could band pick up play. quickly or yeah. new, you know, and something that Big Boy performs all of the time, so he's not... It's, that was certainly fresh on his mind. Um, Probably. You know. <laughs> I'm sure he hasn't forgotten it. Um, but no, I mean, I think it's also like, it's also Outcast. It's Outcast's biggest song. No? I mean, arguably, yeah. arguably, they got some big ones, but maybe, maybe, maybe most popular song. Um, yeah. Or Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson, yeah. yeah. Or, I mean, or hey, that was from the speaker box in the love below, which was actually a two part album with Big Boy handling side one and Andre 3000 handling side two. Um, so I would really categorize it as an Andre 3000 song, but who cares? It's not a music theory podcast. Um, so, Norms of a rap podcast. I thought that's a fresh and so clean was cool. 
uh, I thought it was, I mean, it was just, it was super dope. The only thing that could have been doper was if it had actually happened in Atlanta, of course, because that's where <laughs> yeah. the is from. Yeah. Um, but Stubbs seemed to be popping. If you were there in the chat, I'm wondering if people knew the words, if they knew what was going on, or if it was one of those like um, things. I mean, it seemed pretty hyped on the on the stream. You know, <laughs> I seem. I was I was a little drunk um, and full of hibachi, but I could hear how hyped and see how hyped the crowd was. You know, but we were just kind of. I just remember being so taken aback by it even happening. I, I, you know, it was it was just such a cool moment that I don't know the specifics around it uh, are lost on me. Yeah, yeah, um, we've got an, like I keep like I say, we can't. Um, can't miss shows ever again. So, um, second <laughs> set at Stubbs. Creatures, second set opener. I love Creatures, second set opener. Almost as much as I like first set Creatures. But, favorite way to kick off, off set two. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. right into a, like a deep, dark Fish in the Sea, too. Like, it's funny. AEIOU and Fish in the Sea, I consider kind of like, you know, the songs you kind of like correlate in your heads that like they're kind of similar for whatever reason like the vibe or the sound whatever vibe, but like yeah mm-hmm. yeah those two but like fish in the sea gets it's like the set two version of aiu where it gets a little darker a little funkier a little more dancey so like especially creatures right into it that's a perfect spot for it Ooh, i have a quick question before we move forward a lot of big sit-ins this summer yeah had uh several members of dawes at different times um we had big boy Father yeah. John Misty, better ingredients, better music. Um, and uh, Trey Anastasio. Yeah. And then her, her, the LA sit ins. Um, so, my question is just yeah. who yeah. is the most famous musician that sat in with Goose this year? I mean, Big Boy. I, I, I don't want to see, you know, people in the jam seem to say Trey, but. It's not right. Yeah, it's seriously not. More more people definitely know who. Not like who. Not not who's most famous in your house, or like who you like more. Okay, there we go. Jimmy Dunn in here being being reasonable. Um, Ah, Drew Davidson. Good question. Fame. Define fame. I think just say. I would say amount of the general public who knows who they are. Yeah, I was going to say Webster's probably calls it defines it as being famous. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah. I mean, not like obviously we all have a picture of Trey uh, above our mantle next to Barack Obama, but, um, you know, I think, (laughs) I think, um, I I actually do right in this closet in here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, (laughs) it's locked, it's locked tight though. (laughs) I can't have anybody, (laughs) I can't have anybody messing with my shrine over here. Rock out. Um, (laughs) yeah. So, um, uh, look at this, Jonathan! Like coming in and bringing us back to earth. Uh, any cover tunes that we'd like to hear make an appearance? Let's start. With, let's start with. Bruce. I mean, my answer. My answer was "What's up?" But they took it. Those fucks. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I there, there's, I I just never kind of, I never think in that way with them, or and I never have with Fish or any other band because it's like. Most of the time, if I like the band that much, I really like the choices that they make when it comes to playing covers or dropping covers or dropping new covers. Goose has been exceptional with that for me. And songs that, you know, I would love to hear them play or old covers that I would love to hear them play. I mean, comparatively to now, 
I love AEIOU. I'm said I miss that. I love Fish in the Sea, which is kind of like a regular rotation cover for them. Um, Danger Zone and the whole <laughs> and the whole get a login suite. I mean, I don't know. I mean, make the move and I'm all right. Or, or I like even the most out of that more than Danger Zone, you know. But I mean, they did. They also did an awesome pumped up kicks. Uh, I believe in Atlanta. Um, you know, I love Kylie. Uh, Timing, timing, timing. You know, I know what uh, one of our friends, uh, Blimpy Man, would love to hear Billy Jean. Oh, yeah, Maine. Yeah, but we got to not allow him to. Yeah. (laughs) I've denied Blimpy Man's request for Billy Jean many a time. Many times. (laughs) Tell him Billy Jean. I'm like, no. Many times. Not right now. Funeral. Um, So. Uh, okay, so also I wish too. Was that they played that at your wedding? They sure did. Uh, they should bring that I, back. I wish. I wish they would. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good. Very good. Eminence front. <laughs> Haven't seen Eminence in a long oh. time. Love, love Eminence. Oh, we saw it in Dallas. I'm a sucker for Dancing in the Moonlight too. Um, I used to Same. say that it was my like. This was how I would gauge how much better Peter would keep getting on keys and continues, you know, I guess when he would just rip those solos and like, you know, Has anyone who mentioned like, um, with one hand. every little thing she does is magic. Remember, I was just thinking about that about one. a resonance. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I haven't done that in forever. Um, I wonder if they'll ever do that again, but yeah, they, they just have a ton of good cover songs that they crush. And it's really about um, placement, you know, and, and what they pull out win and um how that works i mean they played uh get the funk out my face which is great um that you know they played a bunch of cool covers already over the course of this tour um that i would have loved to see and you know what and into leading into the next show that they played at acl blood Bowes, ohio that they broke out at red rocks a song that i never had known or would have known is is a song that has grown on me a lot i would love to hear them cover that again um but of course then that, that i also missed yeah yeah huh. Well, what a perfect segue to exactly, dude. Sunday podcasting up in this. Hell yeah, Bruce. <laughs> um, so uh, Sunday, Austin City Limits. Again, raise your hand in the chat if you were there uh, on Sunday. Um, I want to give a huge shout out to all the fam that took care of my mom while she was there. So my mom uh, has a place down in Austin, Texas, just steps away from Zilker Park. In fact, uh, a couple years ago when, when Billy Strings played ACL, um, she was just on her porch, on her balcony, you know, facing the park. And she was like, there's some really good music on. Like, you should get, you should get involved with this, this band. She's like FaceTiming me. And she's like, do you hear this? And it turns out it was Billy Strings. Uh, I was like, oh, you know, this guy's got to. He's gonna practice a couple more years, and he's gonna, you know, make a big deal. Um, but yeah, he's yeah, so. Yeah. It was super cool, though. She's like that that close to the park, and so she was um, super excited to go catch the band um, on site, and uh, went with a friend. Her friend had to take off early, um, and <laughs> the last thing I wanted was my mom alone at a goose show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, you know, she was lucky enough to meet up with Ryan Storm and Fam. And um, they had a, a nice little photo op. Um, my mom got some intel on always almost their pod uh, and what they're up to. So we'll be. And is that a music theory podcast? Yes, that, I believe it is. Um, and 
And then, of course, shout out to the young god himself, Sean Golan. Met up with my mom, brought my mom to the rail. And, oh, what up, uh, Sean? Um, thank you, Sean. Um, they had a great time. Thanks. Damn. Thanks, Dad. So, uh, <laughs> so, but excellent, excellent, excellent show um, on on Sunday. Definitely a festival set. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Oh. Uh, there you go. There you no, go. Is, uh, but like for a festival set, this one like every song flowed naturally. Like it seems like a very well well rehearsed well thought out type of set but like and yet so natural and free-flowing uh, mm-hmm. all of it's yeah. got those moody um those moody kind of indie vibes going on throughout though besides arcadia mixed in the middle of there and, and in hot tea at the end and all, a lot of new songs hunger sight silver rising blood buzz the new cover um drip field so yeah. and and then of course it's already but that's not that new anymore <laughs> <laughs> but it is on Tripfield, the album we started talking about early in the episode. We've come a long way. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> from June, our <laughs> solo on Tripfield. Um, so, you know, but I do think this is interesting that if you look back historically at festival sets, uh, like premiere sets that the band has had, you can almost guarantee there's going to be an Arcadia, there's going to be a Hot Tea. Uh, back in the good old days, there was going to be a slow ready, um, maybe a dead cover, and then call it a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and the creatures was you know past dark. So um, it's it's great to see that the it's got to be it's, it's <laughs> great to see that they're incorporating a lot of this new music that is a little bit different from the high energy like shred 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 festival set kind of thing, right? Silver Rising. If you told me a year ago that like they're going to be on this premiere stage uh, dropping Silver Rising, not that I don't like Silver Rising at all, I would just say like, but don't the people need a twenty minute Arcadia that peaks right. peaks peaks? Um, sure, they're going to like that werewolf song about the werewolves, right? Um, right, right. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Dude, it's honestly my favorite Goose song right now. It's God, more the Array Below version, just because it like reaches that peak, and like to hear the crowd go nuts for. Just like, I mean, it is a huge peak, but it's acoustic instrument. So it's like not that crazy, but like everyone just recognizes that, like, wow, that build was incredible. Yeah. But, and I mean, one of the greatest things about that song and Redbird, I think, which you are like kind of leading from Greg's point too about the style and what they're presenting now at a festival, a huge, this huge festival set, um, is those rounds that they do, the lyrical rounds yeah. that then resolve to a point. And it makes some sort of cathartic kind of peak out of the vocals rather than using instruments to do it in a jam, um, I think is undercredited and underappreciated and complicated to do and complicated to do in live settings. And um, they crush it every time. Um, and it's one, always been one of my favorite parts to those two songs. And uh, I do Silver Rising. Again, we talked about songs coming around. I, I've, I've grown to love that song a lot and easily one of my favorite uh, newer songs from this year is, is Silver Rising without a doubt. Top three. Yeah. So Russo saying they had to mic it up. Uh, there was something in the notes too that uh, like the um, whatever the recording through wasn't working. So they had to use like the audience mics and the soundboard. Um, so yeah, the, the audio quality of this set isn't the best, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, uh, so, this is I'm, this has made me very happy tonight uh <laughs> the sound effects 
are going to help propel us to the next level of podcasting. Once we start listening to the shows, we'll be yeah. we'll be off and running. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward Man. to what's to come. It's almost like this is a goose podcast. Um, so. Also, okay. before I forget though, oh, yeah, Arcadia, Arcadia was next. We have to talk about the Arcadia. I don't know if you guys listened to the Atlanta Arcadia. That was, I mean, I know every you Arcadia was the, better yeah, than the last the one. Arcadia was great. Yeah. <sighs> oh, oh man, oh. that like double time jam. They go, oh man. They, they that's played, the new bar. They played in uh. Atlanta. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, so a lot of a lot of incredible music to kick off fall tour. Um, a couple questions I wanted to ask the chat, and I guess to my co-hosts. Uh, but we've seen Hot seven. Atlanta. Louisiana, <laughs> oh, where the players play. <laughs> right, exactly. The yeah. dirty, dirty. Right. I think it's like yeah. every day, yeah. Um, parties don't stop till six in the morning. So, right. um, right. couple things. One thing, really, fall tour perennially has been fire for Goose. So this year, thus far, tremendous. Last year, similar run through Texas. Um, then to Aspen and Mission. Um, yeah. The year before, drive-ins, South Farms. The year before that, Boston, Sonia, yeah. all the way out. Da, da, da. Yeah. Bruce was on that I tour. Think that was winter, though. Uh, <laughs> Sonia yeah. was in April, but no, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, Sonia, in um, September, October. 2018? 19. Hmm. Look it up. We'll have to, we'll have to. Um, we know St. Louis was in 2019. My question is, what is your favorite? Uh, is your and and we'll make this for everybody since I believe uh, the Nugs catalog starts at 2018. Um, what was your favorite fall tour in the past years where they've had fall tours and they weren't just loosely organized strings of shows? Yeah, that 2019 favorite stretch fall was tour. big for me. Favorite fall tour? Let me know. I would say, yeah, that 2019 was popping. That would that like saved me during COVID. Was that run of shows? Yeah, I mean, 2019 was great. Uh, Neil Landry, that's right, Neil. um, We were lucky to be local to a lot of the driving shows and a lot of the stuff that was happening during the pandemic there at South Farms, and um, I and I thought those were just a very cool experience all around. Anyway, given that it was new, a lot of bands were trying to participate in that. and you'll never probably see anything like that again. So I thought that was a pretty cool experience just in how unique it was. But, you know, musically, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's that's tough. Cause last year was incredible. They'd started to do new things with some old songs like the butter rum jam from Aspen, for example, which is insane. And, um, yeah, our, that Arcadia, that. speaking of Arcadia's, the Arcadia for mission was still to me, probably the best one, if not, one of the ones from 2020, that 917 one. So there's a lot, you know, they, they just, like you said, they come with it every fall and uh, definitely a hard question. I mean, obviously the shows that they've been playing this fall have been really on point too, and quite a bit different from the last two fall tours. So um, you know, it's a tough one. I did love the stringing the shows together back in the 2015, 2016 days. Oh my God, just yeah. around to different places in Norwalk. Several <laughs> shows all within 15 <laughs> minutes of each other. Those were the days. Um, what do we think they'll have planned for Goosemiths, Jackson? Gonna have to go. Uh, I, see what you're they better be playing holiday. They better be playing holiday by Madonna. <laughs> That's holiday. I've been dying, trying to get holiday. It's perfect. Um, Lauren, you didn't find Goose till Goosemas 2020. That's fine. Welcome. 
welcome. Yeah, uh, that's good. Good time to, to find them. Now you get to do this. Um, so, all right. <laughs> We've, uh, we're actually only about 26 minutes away from the ticketed start time for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a laugh track on there? Man, that was two tracks at once. Uh, that was two. Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, Ooh. come on, man. We got it. Wow, refreshing. So clean, clean. So anyway, uh, we don't know. The show could start between any time between now and tomorrow, but we're thirty minutes away from start time, so we'll let you. Rest, relax, and get those streams on Nugs. Check it out. Only a few shows left. Turn in tonight. I want to see Jonathan. You've been very reasonable today. Thank you for actually providing insight here when the three of us may not have any. Um, how many of the bands may or may not say, sh- uh, share the stage at the same time? Only thing I can say is uh, buy a ticket. Uh, <laughs> Miami Will Smith. I will not be doing that. He may not be sitting in. Um, all right, so let's do a quick trivia question, which I thought of today. Um, oh, we're giving away something, right? We're giving away tickets to New Year's Eve. Oh, yes, everybody deserves a chance of that for sitting through this <laughs> experimental yeah. episode of The Great Beer. Will they do a European run, Don Conway? I hope so, and I hope they take me as well. Um, so today's trivia question, answering in the chat, Russo, you are not eligible. Um, the, the trivia question is, and this is in honor of our good friends at Fantasy Goose. Congratulations to a thousand followers on Instagram. Um, what was okay? Fantasy Goose was conceived in a car. Okay, that what was, was the actually, model and make of that whoa, car? Whoa, <laughs> this is not the, how it was conceived. What was the first show date and venue? Where Fantasy Goose was played. Do we have the Jeopardy theme on here? That wasn't it. It's not nope. it. Nope. <laughs> we haven't used all these yet, so. That's a trivia ask sound. Yeah. What was the first show? And uh, so let's see. Um. Date and venue in the chat. The there's nobody anywhere close. Neil Landry, you're kind of close. Um, but uh, when to what? New Year's tickets to Cincinnati? Who day? What's that? Is that oh, what they said? Two New Year's tickets. Mm, two New nice Year's surprise. tickets. You don't have to go <laughs> along. <laughs> Although, if you know the answer to this question, you probably are. <laughs> 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 I don't know if my co-host. <laughs> no, um, we're gonna let this rock for a second. Let me just. Know. So, um, the question itself is: When was Fantasy Goose first played? All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the people a hint. Do you think we should do this? Yeah, give, give them a hint. hint. Yeah. Okay, they deserve a hint. So the first game was written on paper. Uh, it was written on paper. Small group of people. Um and oh, it was conceived I driving between two New York or er, two New Northeast cities, <laughs> two Northeast cities <laughs> driving through the Northeast. 
driving through the oh northeast. Oh my gosh, I know, what, I know other. what it is. Russo wants to give a hint. Russo, I, I okay. Red, if you're on Facebook, you can look at what Russo says. Um, <laughs> so driving to northeast cities in between one to the other in the car. Greg Knight, Pete Russo, Matt Kalinsky. Called in Chris Quinn. He played. Bruce Robinson, I believe, played as well. Um, Do you know who won? I'm curious about that. I don't actually remember who won the first game, although I may have a note on my phone. Um, But I may not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, driving between two northeast cities, um, it was a... All right, I'm going to give one more hint. Russo says Kalinske won. Kalinske won. Yeah, I was thinking Kalinske might have won, yeah. See, this is my problem is that I just I, do, that I, I do remember I know the show now though. <laughs> so we were yelling, we were yeah uh, with a Mississippi half step banger. It's a little hint. That's a good hint. Oh, though. that's a good little hint. That is a good hint. Nobody's got it uh, yet. Nobody's got it. It's a good thing we have 20 more minutes. Give them a year. Give them a year. I'm telling you, the first show, Drew Davidson, you're not gonna see a show, a show listed because it's not listed. The first ever fantasy goose <laughs> game was played on paper. You're not going to see a show the first time fantasy football was driving between two major cities in the Northeast. In fact, the two most major cities in the Northeast. Can I guess the cities? What are the two biggest cities north of New Jersey? I'm going to say. Um, was I, there? I don't feel like this is a hard question. And limestone. This is a Bruce, hard question. No, no, no. What are the two biggest cities between in the Northeast? New York and Boston. Yes. It's one of those That's people. That's your clue. <laughs> That's oh. your clue. Oh, here we go. Donda. Yeah. You are incorrect. No, 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 um, Dante, <laughs> you got it. 419-19. You just beat out Ryan Molnar. So the story itself, Donda, congratulations. You are going to dismiss. All right. Um, so Donda, congrats. That's how the so, tickets appear. Game itself, yes. Tickets, please. <laughs> So, uh, more you know, <laughs> Donda, you're going to Goosemiss close to home. Easy. Um, on the way to downtown, down the road brewery in Everett, Massachusetts, a little brewery by the casino that was built out there, driving after the mm. show at Mercury Lounge for 18 2019. This is a 420 run. Flavortown did a really dope print for that as well. I think that was the smoking goose. Looked like he was from Greece. They started the weekend at Mercury Lounge, opening up at Mercury Lounge with Eminence Front, followed by Butter Rum, Time to Play Tumble, Turn Clouds, So Ready Echo Rose, Green River Creatures, Arcadia Electric Avenue. What happened during that Arcadia? That Arcadia, Greg Knight. Just emerged on stage. Nobody yeah. asked him to. Um, <laughs> uh, Not the last time at Mercury Lounge either. Uh, that happens. Nope, it keeps uh, happening. Um, uh, and that's yeah. the emergence. <laughs> uh, and then 419 uh, was at uh, Down the Road Brewery. That was a, a 
interesting time uh, in the band's history. My brother-in-law ended up selling merch somehow. Um, escaped, <laughs> Not knowing the prices of, of anything. <laughs> um, yeah, just literally. And like the, didn't, that... the, didn't have the iPad password. Couldn't take <laughs> cash only. Oh um, my God, the iPad. Oh. Sean Cronin, guitarist from Elephant Proof in Boston, sat in on Escape the Pina Colada song as well as an eight-minute All I Need, High Speed, All I Need, Ripped. Go listen to that show. It's absolutely incredible. This was a big weekend because night three, 420, the acoustic in Bridgeport poppin show. Uh, the acoustic, of course, is now Park City great. Music Hall opening yeah. with one more Saturday night. Um, there was a hot night with the Greg Knight lyrics swapped in. Enough about me. <laughs> Gonna Fun- be a great Funky Bonabon, a very early slow ready. Um, and they closed the weekend, of course, with the Eminence Front. Great. Great run of shows. That was the genesis of um, Fantasy Goose. Congratulations to Fantasy Goose and that whole team for what they do to the community. And thank you all for tuning in tonight. We'll be back. Maybe. We will be back. And <laughs> it's hopefully we're going to be a little bit better next time. But yeah, we'll we got to figure out. We'll do a live, we'll do an actual interview, an actual episode. You know, well, we got something. We do have a We're bunch have of interviews effects. backlogged. Like, we have a lot of materials, so be on the maybe lookout for that. Maybe that'll be released sometime soon. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it feels great to be back. We're so happy that this band that we are now making a podcast about is on fall tour. And we are so thankful that each one of you tuned in as we get back into the swing of podcasting <laughs> we will be back thank you all very much yeah, season three season three coming soon yeah. thank you everybody Osiris.